When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Andrew, Mm -hmm. this is the beginning of the podcast. I'm aware, yeah. (laughs) Um, Last night, I went to the Harry Styles concert. Crazy. Wild. XL Energy Center, St. Paul, Minnesota. Yes. Wild. That's the the last time I saw Harry Styles was also at that same venue, and I think it was like one of the last shows I saw before the pandemic. Yeah. And I really didn't know uh, what I was getting myself into last night. It's been so long and I had forgotten what going to like a big stadium concert was like. Mm-hmm. Cuckoo crazy, babe. I mean, you you have the the core memory of going to Glee Live, which I unfortunately don't it's have. true. And never will have. Which I don't, I saw Glee Live. I don't know if it was at the same venue. There's another venue in the Twin Cities, the Target Center in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Um Target owns the Twin Cities here. Um, so they it's Target Field, it's Target Stadium, it's Target Center, it's Target everything. Right. Um, and I think I saw them at the Target Center, I want to say. Um, but similar vibe to last night. Like you go in and it's so wild because I think being a fan of something is such a individual level thing, but also a cultural group level would you say that it's like a similar demo as the glee live yeah very very all right i didn't want to say it for you but yeah no but i think (laughs) harry styles fans at least when i saw the glee concert it was i was still at the age where like my mom came with me Mm, love that you know Mm -hmm. but the harry styles concert there were still a bunch of moms but um it was mostly like women my age of drinking age and we were all smacked and wearing hot outfits yeah. Um, you did yeah, look hot. Really... And former Gleek of the Week, Jacob, did point out Sugar Mata has left the chat because of the heart eye <laughs> sunglasses that you wore. <laughs> I was pulling the Sugar Mata vibes in my Harry Styles Love on Tour outfit last night. Love that. It was just crazy being in a room with like a thousand people again. Mm-hmm. Um, really crazy, really weird. And I had forgotten like what being in a stadium was like. Yeah. Like being up so high and like, I could throw a baseball and probably like throw it pretty far. <laughs> but it's like, what? That that's but what's it's like going stadium. through your mind. It's like okay, like how far can I throw a baseball here? <laughs> <laughs> but it's in a stadium, so like it's steep. Yeah. So like using physics, um, the people are going down and my baseball is going across. So I would get it very far. I think of okay. that every single time, and I think. I thought of that specifically during the Glee concert so many years ago because Darren, not throwing a baseball at the Glee cast. Okay. I'm digging myself a hole. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. No, go. um, Continue the thought. Darren was on this like separate stage thing. Yeah. The Warblers were on a separate part of the stage. And last night, Harry was, Harry sang in the round. So his his stage was like right in the middle of the stadium and he had sold out the entire arena surrounding it, which was absolutely fucking insane. He 
sang to like every angle. He made a joke. He's like, sometimes you're going to have my face. And sometimes you're going to have my ass. Wow. And everybody's like, yes. Yeah. Please. <laughs> but wow. I'm glad they had a great time. I know. And I really, I'd never want to see a concert ever again, unless it is in the round like that or a yeah. small venue. Because I was thinking about it. I was like, when Darren eventually tours. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to get very big venues, but he's going to get larger than. I'm still holding out hope. Glee reunion tour <laughs> will happen. How would that even go? Who would be there? We would. We yes. would be there. We're spo- <laughs> Gleek of the Week podcast hosts <laughs> Gleek reunion tour. Glee live. 20, Glee live. 30. I don't know. Just putting it out there. Yeah. We're going to manifest it. I think Jenna Ushkowitz would come. I think so. Um, Jenna, Kevin, Darren, and end of list. That's uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, wait, also, I want to talk about, okay, the fact that we have gotten to a few fights in on, on the podcast about songs. You we and will me. Can, yes. Mm-hmm. And our Gleeks. We might get into mm-hmm. a fight today with our Gleek. Um, Maybe. <laughs> Probably. <maybe. laughs> um, we have years of content left to get through this entire glacket. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, like, we haven't even gotten through, like, the, the steamiest of fights yet. And I think that they're just going to get worse and worse. And I think I it's know. really going to put a toll on our relationship. Towards the end of the glacket, there's going to, we're going to be making hard decisions every week of our, our lives. Uh-huh. And it's just so sad to think about, you know, sort of like going to bed angry uh, mm-hmm. because maybe a song of mine didn't go through or maybe a song of <laughs> yours didn't go through. And, you know, like the fact that we spent so much time pouring mm-hmm. ourselves into this glacket and the fact that it's just like still like we can't, we can't right. both win. I mean, we are both very grudge holding people. So I think... Yeah. Our friendship may never be the same after this. Sorry. Yeah. We're doing it for you, the glisteners. The glisteners. <laughs> we're going um, through a long extended friendship breakup. Yeah. No, it's sick. Unless we agree at the end. We could agree. I don't, I'm not so sure. We have We could be, minds. oh, Run Joey Run versus River Deep Mountain High. Yeah. Duh. See, run we talked Joey about run. this earlier and I don't think that, I think that Run Joey Run is not going past the second round that's sick that's sick because run joey run really got a lot of love last week i think but like you know what like so many other good songs we are cutting glee songs in half during the first <laughs> round of the, the glacket and the fact that it's like run joey run is going i think inevitably going to be put up against a better song in the second round that's what i think i think run joey run in itself like i think you're saying that it went through because it's a meme Yes. I think it went through because it's a genuinely good song. And I okay. jam. We'll cross that glitch. That glitch. <laughs> we'll cross that glitch. Um, okay, let's finally bring in our Gleek of the Week this week from the podcast with Awesome Blake Mays, the man himself, Awesome Blake Mays. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. Oh my God. I'm so happy to be here. What is your relationship with the hitbox show Glee? <laughs> Oh my god, it's so funny because like a month or so ago when I was like 
when you we scheduled this, yeah. I like couldn't fall asleep and I was like, hmm, I should think about like my relationship to Glee. Yeah. And then I thought of like and I was like, whoa, I have such a deep relationship with Glee. Like it informs so much of me that I don't even realize. Wait, in a good way um, or a bad way? What's going on? Horrible way. No, yeah. just kidding. A good, great way. A great way. I'm a Ryan Murphy apologist. I'm a Gleek apologist. Bold. Uh-huh. I'm a Glee apologist. <laughs> um, oh, but my relationship with Glee started <laughs> weeks before the premiere even happened. Yes. I remember the ads. I was so deeply excited. It was like in my gut um, mm-hmm. because I was such a musical theater kid that, you know, I was like, wait, this is like, I'm like, wait, the girl from Spring Awakening is going to be in this show that I'm obsessed. You know what I mean? And they're singing right. songs. Yeah. Like, I was just so ready. And um, totally watched it right after American Idol with yep. my best friend, Donna. Um, made Don't Stop Believing My Ringtone immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> bought it on iTunes. The pilot was free on iTunes that whole, like, I guess, like, that week or maybe that summer or something. Yes. Downloaded it, and I would have to say it's probably, like, my most watched episode of TV ever because I used to just, like, watch it all the time and, like, Mm -hmm. couldn't fall asleep. I'll turn on the pilot of Glee because I just, like, have it. (laughs) I think it's a perfect pilot compared to – there's so many shows that have great pilots, but this is, like, in my mind, one of the top ten best pilots of all time. I would say so. Wait, so how long did you watch the series? Um, I watched it – let's see – so obviously jumped in head first, watched it religiously week to week. I would say, I'm trying to think, it came out in 2009, right? Yes, yeah. And so that means I was going into my junior year of high school. And then, so I definitely watched it religiously, probably the first, hmm, maybe like the first five, four seasons. And okay. then I feel like maybe I caught up five and six on like Netflix or Hulu or something. Okay. Right. So you Cause like I didn't, but I think maybe I did watch the finale live. I'm trying to think, I feel like there was times where I would like fall out for a couple weeks and then like jump back in. Yeah. But also I was really into it and would watch it on Hulu and stuff. Cause there's episodes that I remember like later in the series, totally watching on TV. But then I know there's times when I wasn't like, I remember watching Turkey Lurkey time live. Of course. Uh, <laughs> a moment. I got it. <laughs> Favorite characters, favorite songs, any songs that stand out? Oh my God, too many. I, okay, because like, like I said, I was such a huge fan. So like the moment that CD came out, I got it. Yes. You know, like went to Target and bought it and it was like in my car with me, volume two in my car with me. Right. Yeah. Um, and like, what's funny about Glee is that it like introduced me to a lot of songs. And there were so many songs that I didn't know, and then they were performed on Glee and changed my life. And I think, and I was thinking in preparation for this, like, what is my ultimate, like, performance on Glee? And... Run, Joey, run. (laughs) Oh, my God, how'd you know? Um, Yeah, my, I'm like, I know what boys like. Just kidding. Um, Oh, no, that is. (laughs) No, my favorite, I think the most, like, life-changing performance for me was maybe this time. Okay. Yep. With Kristen Chenoweth and Liam Michelle. Like, it's something that I still listen to all the time. Yeah. In a completely serious way. And no, it's so good. I had never seen Cabaret before. I still haven't, which is sad. Maybe cut that out. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> had never seen Cabaret before. Never really heard that song. And it was, I was like, oh my God, just blown away by that performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen to it all the time. And so that's definitely my favorite performance. My favorite character 
is Rachel. And I know that's so, I don't know, toxic to, of me to say, <laughs> but <laughs> no, defend her, not defend Leah Michelle, but defend Rachel. I don't think you can <laughs> actively. Um, well, defend okay. Leah. Like I remember, um, and like, and I hate to see kind of where her career has gone because it is a little like, uh, disappointing, I would say. Mm-hmm. But, and I think that that's her own fault, sadly, because yeah. she is apparently not a great person to be around. Yeah. Um, but, or at least to work with. And, but I remember watching the Glee episode of Oprah when the cast yeah. was on. And Ryan Murphy referred to Leah Michelle as a once in a generation voice. And that made me think, and at the time I was just so deeply in love with her and I loved listening to her mm-hmm. that I was like, wow, I really agree with that Ryan Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I do, and I was obsessed with Spring Awakening. And I think that theater wise, she has an amazing voice. Do I want to mm-hmm. hear her sing, you know, Take a Bow by Rihanna? Not really. No. But still, <laughs> I think Rip. when she's in her element and she's singing, you know, Don't Rain on My Parade, um, anything Broadway you know, side of things. It's so good. So we're projecting mm. Rachel specifically, <laughs> maybe this time for this episode. And I, I know that people don't like Rachel and I know that she's like a tricky character and she's a tricky person, et cetera, et cetera. But I really did love her when the show first came out. Yeah. And I kind of like her. I like where she ends up in the finale. Mm. Winning a Tony. Mm-hmm. Maybe this time is like the song I put on in my car and I just like belt and I'd oh, love yeah. to think that I'm like, I'm hitting the same notes yeah. as Kristen oh, yeah. oh, you are. I absolutely <laughs> am not, but I like to think that I am. And that song goes fucking hard. I love when she sings um, Papa Can You Hear Me from Yentl. Stop. Yes. <laughs> like, I love those moments. Like, yes. I really do. And I know that that, and like, it's like, no matter... I mean, people may say like the gayest moments of Glee are boys kissing or Kurt doing the single ladies dance. And it's like, no, the gayest moments of Glee are like Leah Michelle singing a Barbara Streisand song. No, I agree. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and I think that um, when that kind of gay sensibility uh, is when Ryan Murphy is at his best. It's like Feud is without a doubt, you know, like one of the best projects he's ever done. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. because he's like a gay man who... I mean, and I feel like there is maybe people who would disagree with this, but he's a gay man who really loves women. Yeah. Okay, wait, can I ask a question? Yes. Absolutely. Okay, this is maybe off pod. Tell me if there's like, if I need to tell more about Glee or if you need to ask me more questions because I feel like I don't want to just like talk, 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 talk and feel like I'm like off track or something because I have plenty of other Glee stories too. I auditioned for Glee Project season two, y'all. Wait. Wait, yeah, please I, tell us this before we again. get even started. I know, again. I know. Okay. Because um, I knew y'all would want to hear that because it's a funny story and I didn't want to jump into the glacket and then y'all miss out on that funny no, story. No, tell us. No. Tell us everything. And like all my like glee show things I'm upset with, like uh, storylines that they fucked up. Yeah, we, we need, need all it. of this. Okay, good. Yeah. good. <laughs> okay, so I moved... Um, much like Leah Michelle, <laughs> or should I say Rachel Berry, I graduated high school and moved to New York immediately. Mm-hmm. And I was going to go to college, and I just said not to, blah, blah, blah. And like my first, it's funny because I think, because I moved there in August and I didn't go to school, and I still can think of like it in semesters. I'm like, that first semester I was there, because it's like that first <laughs> August to December I was there. I think it was August to December somewhere in there. There was a project, there was a Glee project to, 
auditions. Yes. And um and I had loved the Glee project so much the first season. I was so obsessed. So me and my roommate, I was like, I want to audition for the Glee project tomorrow. And she was like, okay, let's do it. And there was only a specific list of songs you could sing. There was like five songs. Okay. Or maybe six songs. And they were um, and the one that I chose was Ordinary People by John Legend. Okay. Which I know sounds hysterical, but sorry. So like <laughs> stayed up the night before singing like my heart out in my little apartment with my roommate and being like, was that good? And then <laughs> go leave our apartment at like six in the morning. It's of course in Times Square. <laughs> Not yes. in Times Square, but like off Times Square, midtown. And um, get in line with a bunch of other people we're like filling out forms and I'm like so nervous. I'm not a good auditioner. It makes, I get so sick to my stomach, so nervous. And they bring us in um, and like kind of talking to other people, you know, you're kind of making your things. And it's so funny because I was like prepared because like all I'd ever watched audition wise TV auditions, it's like American Idol where it's like, they right. seem right. like they're there for unbelievable amount of time, <laughs> which I'm sure they are. And so I was like, wow, we're going to be here all day and um, get get in blah 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 they pull in like they like split us up into five groups i mean groups of five excuse me and then it was like me this girl and i remember her like the back of my hand but i can't remember the other three people (laughs) and because she was the first to sing and she was so plain looking and she (laughs) i'm like oh no my rachel berry's coming out um no but uh, my quen fabre um (laughs) And she, we all go in and she, and so like, I was so nervous. We finally get in and we wait, it's probably like 11 at this point. So we're there from like six, six to 11 maybe. And, um, and we're supposed to sing like just a couple bars of the song we chose. And she sang, (laughs) and okay, this side, side note, my dad, um, does not he's a very funny person and the kind of funny person that does not laugh at anyone else's stories. He's very rarely laughs, but he makes everyone else laugh. And this story, when I told it, he was, and it's not even that funny. I promise (laughs) it's not even that funny. He had like tears. He like couldn't talk. He was laughing so hard because he was just imagining (laughs) me and just how embarrassing it is. Um, And so the fight, like, and I shouldn't have, I should have maybe said that at the end because now it seems like I'm about to like, I know, and it sounds like I'm about to like shit my pants on stage. It does not happen. (laughs) But the five of us go in and she sings... I'm Yours by Jason Mraz. Okay. The number one most boring song you could ever sing. I feel like that's a very Glee Project song. Uh, Oh my God. Yeah. Well, it's like that one, like the year after it came out or whatever. Like, I think even American Idol had like a joke segment where it was like every person was singing that song as their audition. Because it's like an easy song to sing and it's like hokey mm-hmm. I don't know and she was like um, well you done done me and she's got to the part where it's like um I br- drew a face in my on the window the I mirror. breathed okay yeah. yeah it's like he breathes on the mirror the and then he draws a face in it right Mm-hmm. And she mimes it out. She like mimes out the smile, you know? No. No. And then I know. <laughs> and then it comes to me. I totally do horrible. My voice cracks. I'm like just so nervous. Yeah. And no, immediately halfway through the first word, maybe I'm like, oh, I'm about to go home. And then the f- next four people go, whatever. Yeah. Or three people. And then so she, so then they're like, Okay, uh, number one, you're through. The rest of you, sorry, have a great day. (laughs) 
And, and so, like, she goes through Miss, you know, Jason, Mrs. Moraz. Yeah. And then the <laughs> four of us are, like, ushered out, right? But, like, as we're being ushered out, she, like, turns and was like, I'm so sorry, you guys. You did amazing. <laughs> no. <laughs> And I'm like, uh, <laughs> and that is when my dad really laughs at that story that that girl was trying to like, you know, it's okay, you guys, you were you all guys amazing. You too. Wait, yeah. do you think that they like had to like maybe choose one person out of the group to show that they were like choosing someone at least or? I mean, it's not, I think that she had this kind of, uh, I mean, it's not that she was a bad singer, but there was just something mm. a little like, and like, I think, and like, I and maybe she's a great singer because she's the only one I remember. Right. I have no idea what the other three people sang. And I know that I did not do good. And so I truly think that she was just, because it was like producers, you know what I mean? It's not like we were seeing right. anyone of note. Yeah. It was like PA, PA, PA. And it's like, and so she just goes on to the next audition. It's not like she's going in front of, I don't even know who they'd audition in front of at the end. But, um, but yeah. So we get ushered out and I like walk out and it and my roommate's like, what happened? I'm like, uh, I didn't get it. <laughs> She's like, oh, okay. And then like, I don't know, we got Shake Shack and went home or something. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Mraz yeah. really had a chokehold on America at one point in time. He oh my exist. God. Yeah. They you know. loved him. I know. Did they I'm sing that on Glee? No. I don't think they did. And they didn't sing Ordinary People either on Glee, did they? No. no. I don't know why those are. And it's so weird to me that there's like a list of songs you can sing. And when yeah. they originally did the Glee Project auditions, there was like the, um, or it may have been like, or no, I guess this is how Darren Chris got on the show. Remember, it was just like videos. Isn't yeah. that how you yeah. got on the show? There was a list of songs you could sing too. And one I remember was True Colors because I remember filming myself singing that and then just like probably, I don't know, 58 times and then being like, you know what? I'm just not going to send it in. <laughs> I know Darren Chris sang Lean On Me for his yeah. early oh audition. And that makes perfect sense. True Colors, Lean On Me. Yeah. You know. When we get to Lean On Me, I will talk about that. I can't watch that video. I can't. I love Darren Chris to death. I'm so glad he was on Glee. He's one of the best singers ever, I think, in my opinion. Wait, I don't know if I've ever watched it. What's so bad about it? I cannot it? watch Lean On Me. I can't Is do it. Is it just like, and cringe. it's not from the show. It's like his audition, you mean? Yeah. It's him sitting in front of like a video camera singing. It's There's a cringe factor. Yeah, sure. it's just a cringe factor. He's young. He's got his like big, puffy, curly hair, which I loved, but... It's just, yeah, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into the clock, there's yes. just like two other stories that I feel so desperately that I need to tell you. Or maybe just one. Because <laughs> um, Glee, of course, was a phenomenon. I was friends with a bunch of people who loved Glee. And I wish I was included in this event, but I wasn't. But it's, it's something I think about often because I think it's hilarious that they did a midnight premiere for the Glee movie like on that Thursday. Mm-hmm. And one of my very good friends at the time, Shelby, she's still a friend, Shelby, her best friend, Sarah, and a few of their best friends from high school who also loved Glee got, you know, got so excited for this midnight premiere. Um, their friend Kelsey dressed up as Sue Sylvester. She got a wig. She got the tracksuit. Shelby was Rachel. Uh, you know, Sarah was a non-Asian Tina. Um, <laughs> and I can't remember who else was there, but... Oh, I know that my this girl and Christian was um, <laughs> Jama Mays, and she had red okay. hair, so of course she was. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm like 
guys, Jayma Mays is my sister. <laughs> That's why I'm on this podcast. No, um, but they all they all go to the midnight premiere dressed in their costumes. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, the only people who went to the midnight premiere. Oh my God, they had to theater themselves. I, yeah, the same thing happened to me. I went with my okay. mom and I think there was like only like one other person in the theater. Yeah. It Giant is just, and they posted photos on like Facebook or MySpace. I don't know. I guess it was Facebook by then. Yeah. Of them like in their costumes, like in the lobby of the theater. And this is something they also found funny. I it's not like I'm like picking that. on them. Right. And it's like, but I just think that like they were like, Glee, midnight premiere. Like not even they were excited, but also the people who were choosing what movies get midnight premieres. Right. And just it it's not a Twilight. It's not a Harry Potter. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And this is a concert film. It's not like an extend. It's not a true extension of the story or something that maybe mm-hmm. would have caused this hype. And um, and it's just so funny to me to imagine that they thought they were about to show up to this midnight premiere in costumes, and it yeah. was just them. Well, I like the movie itself <laughs> is like only like maybe like sixty five minutes long. And <laughs> I got the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> and I think in like the original contract for like the Glee cast members, they like signed on to do three movies. So like this movie just didn't do well. And so they were like, they scrapped the other two. I don't know what they would have been. Like if they would have been like a scripted continuation, like a summer thing. And this was going to be the, and you're saying that was their initial contract they signed? And so like they just like didn't do that because that first one just... Yeah, no one watched it. Yeah. Crazy. Did you see it in 3D at midnight, Andrew? Did I saw a matinee performance with my mom, and I remember going to it thinking the same thing because that was the peak of Glee. Did you see it the day it came out? I saw it maybe like the Sunday after. Okay. Like, so <laughs> I, I wasn't, I was like desperate to watch it, but you know, could not drive. So I'm like, okay, Aww, I need right. to work on someone else's schedule that does have a license. Of course. Um, my mother. And so we did go and there was like, I remember thinking we had the theater to ourselves. And then at the end I was like, oh, there was that man with a slushy at the, at the um, back of the theater. Um, but yeah. You were like so, dancing and singing at the top of your lungs the whole time. And then you turn around at the end and you're like, God. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. He no, I watched that. that movie sitting quietly in my chair. Yeah. Are there people up and dancing? Oh, I didn't see it in theaters. No, I was just picking on Andrew because he thought he had the theater to himself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but I did go to the, um, I've been to many a midnight premiere and I, and I was like very into watching Twilight and things like that. And so like, you know, the moment the Twilight movie would start, the audience would scream at the top of their lungs. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, which is very fun. It's like, you know, people ask like, what's the most, like, I think there was a tweet going around recently, not to get us too off Glee, but um, there was a tweet going around recently that's like, what was the most like exciting theater going experience for you? And I'm like, uh, when the moon showed up at the beginning of new moon and everyone screamed at the top of their effing yeah, lungs. Yeah, everybody pooped <laughs> their it's like, fucking it's, pants. And it's so fun to be in a movie theater where everyone's like, the women are all hands down their pants screaming. Yep. <laughs> pants it's like that rocks. Yeah. <laughs> Me and my best friend Donna, throwback to watching the premiere together, went to the opening day of the Hannah Montana movie mm-hmm. oh with my like God. her entire family and um the moment it started screamed at the top of yep. our lungs and no one else in the theater did because <laughs> I guess they were I don't know seven years old 
And we were like, oh my God, that's embarrassing. <laughs> like we thought we were just doing what everyone else was going to do. I remember that was, so really... that was the first movie that I um, pirated, the Hannah, Hannah Montana movie. That's and I remember I watched it with you my cousin. Bought it. <laughs> <laughs> um, my cousin, who's three years younger than me. Like watched mm. it, and I was like having a very like visceral reaction. I was very into the movie, and I it's she, amazing. It my is. cousin, she was just like, I don't feel good, and I remember she got sick after the movie, and she threw up because <laughs> I think <laughs> maybe maybe the guilt of pirating the Hannah Montana movie just like got to her. I got don't know. her sick. That is hilarious. Yeah, but. that's why I wish I had watched all of the MCU movies before Avengers Endgame came out because I mm-hmm. watch videos of people seeing Endgame in theaters for the very first time and I'm like, oh my God, that had to have been a fucking experience. Oh, I don't watch the MCU movies, but recently I go to the movies all the time and um, they show that there's an ad for, I maybe it is for the MCU or for something that's like before the trailers and they show a live recording of the audience the first at like the midnight premiere of Endgame. Mm-hmm. And it's the part where I guess all the people show up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like going, it's like, ooh, and there's Spider-Man and there's, and the audience is like yelling and going mm-hmm. wild. And I was like, I had that. It was called Twilight Saga yeah. New Moon. <laughs> I, I feel like you could like recreate the experience of watching Glee live, you know, the way that a lot of people did by sort of just like renting out a theater to yourself and watching it alone. Just watching it alone. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I think? Um, there was something that you brought up earlier about Glee and now I can't remember what it was. God, I need to have like a notepad. <laughs> we need to get into the, these songs. Let's get into the glacket. Let's get into the glacket. Wait, Allison, so are you sorry. not pulling any songs at all? No, I'll pull songs. I just need to plug my thing in. Okay, I do have this. So you this, just go ahead and start. Don't I look have at my this, dirty room. Don't this, look at my dirty um, room. Song. Ooh. Okay. We talked about it last week. I just finished editing last week's episode. We talked about this last we, week. We talked about it last week, very briefly, but it's a controversial one from season three. Give it to us. <laughs> okay. I'm Here we go. <gasps> okay. Oh. <laughs> In the middle of the night <laughs> My father says What you gonna do with your life Well, daddy dear You're still number one Oh, girls, they wanna have fun Oh, Turn girls, this off. Turn this off. <laughs> Says when you're gonna live your yes, please bring in the violin. <laughs> well, mother dear, we're not the fortunate ones. Oh, girls, they wanna have fun. Oh, girls, they that's all they really want. Some boys take a beautiful girl Oh, and they hide her away from 
Okay, I have a question. Maybe yeah. I would know this if I was more uh, more avid pod listener, but how did you pull that up so quickly? Do you do you have them saved? <laughs> or do you like did you just type it in when I wasn't looking? Um, so we have this cup. Um uh, yes. we have I have half the songs. Allison has half the songs. Mm-hmm. I spend a good majority of my one singular life uh screen recording. All 666 Glee songs, putting them on a hard drive and then sharing it with Allison. So, oh my God, that's amazing. So you have them ready. They're readily yep. available. Oh, amazing. 666? Exactly. Yeah, that's so haunted. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm obsessed with that fact. Um, I have so many thoughts. Me too. About this. Glee of the Week starts off. Okay, so controversial i don't mind that performance okay there's <laughs> stop it so <laughs> interesting i don't interesting there okay and i'll tell you why that is a that uh, arrangement of that song is by greg laswell mm-hmm. who and he covers that song and i think and like like my boyfriend hates cover songs like that and i think that we have kind of reached this peak in our culture where it is repulsive almost because it's just so common but when that came when that song the Greg Lalaswell version which I actually strangely knew before it ever was on Glee uh came out I loved it I know right (laughs) I effing loved that song and my best friend always said she was going to that was going to be her father-daughter dance at um her wedding and I think that's like kind of a good idea and Greg Laswell has a much cooler voice than Finn I'm so sorry Corey not the original arrangement and the Cindy Lauper version is a cover. Mm-hmm. No, the Cindy Lauper is a cover, but the this is the Greg Laswell arrangement. And I could be wrong because I know this has happened multiple times. But I think that he was like kind of pissed for not getting credit for the arrangement. Okay, he ended up marrying Ingrid Michaelson, and then they had a very messy divorce. And she, um, and he released a song post-divorce about her, and it's called Dodged a Bullet. And you think it's like, okay, that's effed up. But then the lyrics are heartbreaking and say, "I um, all my friends say I dodged a bullet, but I think I fired the gun, which I think is so beautiful and sad. Anyways, that's my thoughts on this performance. That's your thoughts on wow. singing girls just want to have fun. I know. You sort okay. Of diverting. I can't believe that came up. I know. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> Making yeah. me feel something over here. I mean, the obvious thing is... <laughs> have already been said about this performance mm-hmm. by many Gleeks in the past. Um, <laughs> you know, saying that lesbians are girls that just want to have fun. Okay, I'm sorry for enjoying it in that context. <laughs> I was not, I honestly didn't remember the context of the moment. And of course, yeah. if that has to do with her being lesbian, which I honestly didn't read it as that, no, it's more to It gets worse, Austin. I don't know okay, if you recall. Okay, okay. Finn, I don't outed Santana the episode before and then 
This is his way of apologizing. And then this is his way of apologizing. And she forgives him. The entire episode, everyone is singing songs to be like, hey, Santana, we're sorry this shitty thing happened to you. And then she's like, pass, pass, that one sucked. But then it's this song that's like, okay. You know what? I am a girl that just wants to have fun. I'm just a girl that just wants to have fun. Dad, you're still number one. <laughs> okay, I am so, your fans, your listeners are going to hate my guts. I had no idea that was the reference point for this performance. I honestly did, wasn't paying attention to that. Wait, so so I think you're allowed, you're allowed to like the song. The context ruins the performance it's horrible. for me. Yeah, yeah completely. Wait, I didn't, also, yes, sorry. You're watching this performance. You didn't know the context ahead of time. So take me back like three minutes ago. What were you thinking was happening? (laughs) I thought he was, okay, I knew that he was apologizing to her for something because obviously the setup in front of the locker. Mm -hmm. But Uh I was like, hmm, I guess I just don't remember that storyline. Yeah. (laughs) No, it literally says on the whiteboard, Lady Music Week. That's how they (gasps) sort of respond to Santana getting outed. They say Lady Music Week. Okay, you know how Gen Z is into like, I mean, a certain subset of Gen Z is into like WLW and MLM, meaning women loving women or men loving men. Wait, is, is as that... opposed to just saying you're gay. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they're like okay. they're like women loving women week. Yeah. You know, yeah. WLW week. Yeah. My problem with this is and they bring it up several times in this series. They're like, oh, Santana was Finn's first. Santana took uh, Finn's virginity. Right. And it's like, cool. And Finn is like, you are my first. I care about you. And it's like, great. You had sex. You can care about her because she's a cool person and in your life and in this glee club with you and a team member. Why does it have to be because you lost your virginity to her? Which virginity is a whole construct and a whole different conversation. Great point. But it irritates me because they bring it up multiple times and it's like, <laughs> cool, that was a plot point for a hot second. Can Literally Finn and Santana half a just second. be friends? Yeah. Literally, if you cared about her, Finn, you wouldn't have done this. You wouldn't have Weird. outed her. Like, okay, like, can you remind me how he outed her? I'm so sorry. I, I was planning fighting. on rewatching the series they're last like month. fighting and it's just like sort of like reaching a peak where like Santana's making like jokes fat jokes at his like it's like saying, oh yeah they like tried to call him fat a lot right I always was like wait is he am I like, <laughs> yeah. I was like no he's not right. um, but then like she just like I, I don't know Finn makes the decision to like out her and it's just like so it's ridiculous. not even like in a rage he like makes the educated decision to he's like i guess like in the heat of the moment he's like why don't you just come out of the closet and he does it in a public fashion which like literally she didn't even have the opportunity to come out to her parents and like now like there's commercials because it's part of a campaign that's like outing her it's just oh my god it's the worst thing possible and like listen like girls just want to have fun a fine cover by Cory Monteith. I think yeah, that I'm it would so have been sorry. more appropriate. I think just like in any other context sung by him, it is yeah. so tone deaf. <laughs> I'm yeah, very sorry like for um, agreeing, saying that I liked no, it. So I think there are listeners that are going to say that they like Girls Just Want to Have Fun. It was on Maggie's top 10 list. Yes. It, like there are people that like it. Okay, I um, love that. Personally, even just <laughs> like Maggie, okay, I don't really apologize. Get yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who Maggie is, but go off, Queen. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, that is not in my top ten. 
<sighs> I just can't. The deep Corey has doesn't have that deep of a voice. We need to stop kidding ourselves. I don't. I don't think he sings in this range. It's. Um, I know, and I. It is kind of, kind of interesting to think like the people that there are so many people who are good singers that are also actors. And I feel like they chose for Glee so many people. They were like, oh, trust me, you can sing. You yeah. can sing. <laughs> Corey, we're going to show you how. He, like, yeah. it, he famously like didn't even sing for his audition. He played the drums. The drums. Yeah. I knew that. <laughs> yeah. And like, I think his voice is fun in those moments, like when he's in the shower and the pilot and stuff like that. Oh. Yeah. You know, like, I like his voice, but also, like, it's funny that they, like, it's like, yeah, so now you're going to actually have to sing, like, two songs yeah. a week for five years I will, or whatever. I will say the saving grace of that performance, Leah Michelle's legs. I don't know if anybody <laughs> mm. caught that. Yeah. And, but, like, yeah. Adina <laughs> like, Menzel being there. Adina Menzel being <laughs> yeah. there. Kurt's hat. Leah Michelle sitting cross-legged behind Santana. Legs. I've never seen a better legs set of legs. Okay. Okay. I have our next song. Yes. I have our next song. This is what girls just want to have fun is against. Oh, coolie. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know a shorter song. Yeah, I'm liking the drool from my chin. <laughs> um, Highway to Hell, Jesse St. James, Jonathan Groff, Gleek the Week. Do we have any immediate thoughts? Oh, yeah, I think he's hot. And I think that I thought he was so hot when that was airing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we can forgive his V-neck because they were very in style at the time. Yeah, yeah. And... And I like, like, I think it's fun when he gets to sing kind of like screamy like that. Yeah. So uh, I think it's, I, I mean, if <laughs> I think it's way better than the last performance we watched, even though I kind of like them. Stop. You're a fan. <laughs> <laughs> You're a girl that just wants to have fun. Um, Literally. I, yeah, this is good. I obviously peak Jesse St. James is peak. Bohemian Rhapsody. But, yeah. um, I don't know. This is his first, I think this might be his first scene in this series because the way that the, yeah sorry. i think no, hello is his first scene his oh at the it, piano is, yeah it might be yeah but like and then this is second yeah it is weird like watching season one back and like all the vocal adrenaline scenes like the first 13 episodes like it's like jonathan groff is clearly not part of this series yeah and at like the 14th episode after they're back from this hiatus, it's like, okay, Jonathan Groff is the lead vocalist mm-hmm. of this. He's been here the whole time. He's been here the entire time and he's singing lead on every single song. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I think this is this is a good one. I think it's yes. also going through for me. But um yeah, just not peak Jonathan Groff. But you know. No. But I, uh, if you get to be a Rachel Berry apologist, I get yeah. to be a Jesse St. James apologist. Please. He does some 
messed up stuff in this oh. series. I hate what he does to Rachel and how he just manipulates her into meeting her mom that she wasn't ready to meet. But he's just so good. And this, I will fight for, I always say this, I will fight for Rolling in the Deep. Rolling in the Deep, I will... You've always said this. I've always said this. I say this every, every episode. <laughs> you don't even, yeah. Off air too. I'm just like constantly. Constantly. Every time you pick up the phone, I'm like, I will fight for it. <laughs> I will fight. In case Rolling you forgot. I'll throw hands. I'll throw fucking hands for this Zoom. I'll throw a window. Uh, wait, bust the window out your car. Damn it. I oh. messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw hands to this busting window. Um, no, I love Jonathan Groff. I just love uh, Jay Groffy. I love him. I love him. I do too. Um, do you ever, I was like so into him because again, I was such a Spring Awakening stan, which, you know, they always like the, um, the internet rumors are that him and Leah Michelle were like in their own little world backstage at Spring Awakening and were like mean to everyone else is what I always Probably. heard. I, in high school, there's a movie from like very early in his career uh, where he shows his penis. Really? Uh, Wait, is it? What is it? It's something I couldn't even think of the title off the top of my head, but I knew it. And so, but I like found that out by interneting and then it was streaming on Netflix when I was in high school and watched it just for that scene. I didn't watch it. Does the whole he thing, go to like an apple picking orchard? No, that's a different movie. That's called that's- um, COG, Ch- which stands for Child of God. And it's based on a, it's the only adaptation of a, um, or film adaptation of a David Sedaris essay. I definitely remember watching a movie with him and I feel like the, the, poster of it was him and there's an apple on his head that's cog okay because he's like goes and becomes an apple picker and then mm-hmm. there's that it and it's from a david Sedaris. it's from naked by david sedaris the essay is called C- cog which stands for child of god and there's this like creep and i guess it's a true story because it's david Sedaris. but there's this creep who like invites him over yeah to his apartment and it's like this very and he I think he only goes because he feels kind of bad for the guy Mm -hmm. and like he doesn't have friends or something and then the guy has a wall full of dildos yes I remember that in the movie Ah, yeah yeah yeah. crazy I'm like wait that wasn't on Glee (laughs) (laughs) I'm confused is this Hamilton (laughs) I've never seen it so I don't know um (laughs) when it comes down to is anybody I don't if you want to vote for girls just want to have fun the floor is yours right now Crickets, crickets. Um, yeah, crickets. I'm voting highway to hell. Yeah, highway to hell. Going through. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Um, Andrew, do you want me to pick the next one? Yeah, I like Re- that. Restart our order. Exactly. As we, are we get back to normalcy. 
<laughs> okay. Oh, I'm nervous. Okay. We're getting some season one bangers, baby. Wow. <laughs> When you first left me, I was wanting more. You were kissing that girl next door. What'd you do that for? What'd you do that for? When you first left me, I, I didn't know what to say. say. I never been on my own all that way. Just sat by myself all day. I was so lost back then, but with a little help from my friends, I found a light in the tunnel at the end. And now you're calling me up on the phone, so you can have a little wine and a moan. And it's only because you're feeling alone. At first, when I see you cry, it makes me smile. It makes me smile. I thought that was Allison laughing at first. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, she loved it. <laughs> She's so giddy. This is my second favorite portrayal of a Lily Allen song in film and TV. Wait, what's the first? What is the first Wait. perfect? Yes. I Oh, <laughs> yeah. That was good. And it was like a real- The puppets. It, it was like a cutaway scene, too. And it was like- Yeah. I remember like watching that. I think that was my introduction to that song, too. Um, what song? F- Fuck You by Lily Allen. Oh, that's a great song. They did it, the Sacapellas. <laughs> I do love this song. This is peak Finchel. I know. When I saw Rachel come out with no bangs, I was so happy. I love when she has no bangs. <laughs> I Yes, free bangs. This song, I like... Because, like, of course, like, my suggested YouTube videos are sick and I need to really seek help. Um, but I constantly am getting, like, suggested, like, top Glee songs of all time. And I watched a video recently where this song was dead last. And they didn't say anything for any other song, but they, like, put, like, a disclaimer for this one at being in last place. And they were like, I just hate this song and i'm like <laughs> why is this song like striking a chord that like you hate it so much i think Weird. it's a good song i think it's a cute performance finn and rachel yeah. are getting ready to take mm-hmm. the yearbook photos and singing a song about smiling like literally i don't know what smile did to hurt you but yeah i don't like the charlie chaplin smile i'm glad that's not in the glacket because i would not I mean, yeah. Is that performed on the show or no? So yeah, there, there's here's the thing. Allison's revealing some things about the Glacket right now. <laughs> okay, I know. I was like, wait, what? Okay, I saw. So there are yeah. three songs that we unfortunately needed to cut out of the Glacket. There are 669 songs. Oh. Technically, 
on the series Glee, where we're counting all songs that were performed in an episode and also have an iTunes release. There are three songs that were included in an episode and also have an iTunes release, but not performed, but not actually performed. Those include the smile Charlie Chaplin version, because you don't actually see like them singing. There's no performance to it. Um, why? Who's sing- Wait, why is it on the show? What part? It's like they're taking the they're yearbook. They're taking the photos. They're taking the photos. That just, same episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. And it's just playing in the background. Um, You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch by Mr. Schuster and Katie Lang. Um, <laughs> no, thanks. And also this one, I felt so bad. And I think the Gleeks are going to come for me oh, for this no, I'm one. I'm scared. It's tongue tied oh. and it's such a great, it's so cute. We just don't it see is. them perform it and it's yeah. not part of the glacket. <laughs> um, okay, anything else about Smile? It's good. I love it's it. Good. Finchel. I was a Finchel bitch yeah. for a long time. Okay, I know from listening to the pod that you were a Tumblr girl and you yes. were on Tumblr when you loved Glee. Um, mm-hmm. Did you have a how dedicated was your Tumblr to Glee? Was it solely Glee or was it just like something you liked? There was a time I started out as a Harry Potter Tumblr and then I quickly, quickly switched to a very Potter musical star kid (gasps) rolled right into Glee. Okay. Makes Um, sense. And then I was almost a hundred percent Glee for a very long time. Did you have a Glee themed URL? I was thinking about this. I think my URL was if you have a minute, which is from from somewhere, somewhere only, there we go. Stop. Somewhere only we know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. I've pulled the next song. Yay! It's one of my favorites. I, the listeners don't know that I love this song, but they will soon. And I love this <laughs> song so much. I think it's in my top ten. <gasps> I think people sleep on it. Really? Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go.
That's good. Wait, your little wait. What? You don't like that? Oh no, I'm. I have chills. No, wait, Allison. You made like a little. What was that noise? I mean, I know this is supposed to be a competition between Santana and Rachel. All I'm hearing is Santana. Mm, okay. You Which might- is a good thing, but I also just, eh. It doesn't hit. It's okay. It's fine. I Adam was, Lambert is there. I literally still have the hairs on the back of my neck are standing up. That's how much I loved that. Okay, I'm so glad that you're the Gleek of the Week this week. Um, this performance is so good. Literally the hairs on my head are standing up because <laughs> it was so good and because that is one of the best songs of all time. It's not that just alone by Laura Branigan. That's one of the best songs of all time. It is so good. It's amazing. Wait, I sort of because I feel like we could just like go on and on about like how good the song is. But I feel like it's more interesting take to hear why it's bad. <laughs> like what? What was it that really just like? Okay, you're the you're the smile girl. You're the smile girl. And I'm you hated the, smile the smile girl. <laughs> I'm the smile girl. I love. I mean, I'm gonna fight this for is the smile. worst song on Glee. <laughs> it's, <laughs> Gloria's the worst song on Glee. No, I just don't care about this point in the season. Uh, season four, I don't care about the and characters this is season at this five. point. Come correct. Uh, oh, even worse. Even worse. What season, season five, did they I, move to New York? Season four. Season four. Season four at the is that the end or season four starts in New York? Starts. Season season four starts in New York. Okay, okay. Season five is terrible. I don't care about a lot of the songs from season five. Um, why does Santana always need to be fighting with someone? Can she just be friends? Can she have friends? This is just she can her uh, like continuing the archetype that she is just a mean girl that she's always has somebody to fight with, whether it's Mercedes, whether it's Rachel, whether it's, whether it's uh, Zeises, whether it's like herself, she's fighting herself. She's always mad. Why can't she just be happy for once and sing happy songs? She has those with Brittany. Um, Why can't she have them with more than just her romantic partner, Andrew? I knew that she had friends. I knew that we were going to fight this episode. Um, I knew that we were going to fight. Oh, yeah, you did know that. You said that. Um, (laughs) This is so so annoying of you to, like, even say any of this. This is so annoying of me? I think so, too, actually. So you're being ganged up on. (laughs) I think think in in many ways, I am Santana. Allison, you were Rachel. (laughs) And Austin, you are Adam Lambert. Oh, my God, that's rude. Um, okay, the, I love that, like, we're all situated differently on each other's screens because your pointing was pointing to our <laughs> screens, but, like, you weren't pointing to us. Oh, I, yeah. Because yeah. when you pointed, I was like, I'm who? <laughs> um, wait, I was so glad that we got to a New York performance because, one, it jogged my memory that one day me and my friend were in Washington Square Park and they were filming... Sorry, I know so many stories. No, it's and they were <laughs> and they were filming, and so we stood there behind this like basically caution tape um, with a shit ton of tourists and waited for like thirty minutes, and then Leah Michelle came out and filmed a scene for and, se- season like four or five. Yeah, it was in twenty twelve. So you tell me, it was <laughs> season four. They I had feel just like I also know what the scene was too. That you do mind. because. Well, she's like in a striped sweater, and I think it's one of like her yeah. first scenes in New York. Yeah, because they had just moved. She calls Kurt. She calls Kurt, and then yes. Kurt and her. Yeah. Yep. 
Exactly. Yeah. And um and everyone was like watching intently and she was so nice. And that's what I was like <laughs> because I was, <laughs> you know, everyone acts like she was a bitch and she was so nice to the people who were helping talking to her. She was so nice to and by and it's not like she was like she was a little too far away to interact with the fans, but like you could tell that she was being so nice and you could hear what she was saying and she was being nice to like the people who were like walking her to set and all of that. And I was like, good, she's not a bitch. And it was fucking hot as shit. Yeah. And she really? was dressed in like fall clothes. Cause it was like July and she had to be dressed in fall clothes. And yeah. it was Oof. crazy. Um, I have such a problem with Glee once they go to New York. And it's mm. my issue is that I truly deeply believed in my heart <laughs> that that, that Glee is such a good and fun show and that if they would have turned, if they would have like turned a corner and like kind of just followed the main, say five characters in New York and left the school behind and done this like Saved by the Bell, the College Years vibe, it would have been so good. Yeah, And I, I think agree. that bringing in some fun characters at the high school, I'm not saying that they're not talented and fun and like, thank God we get like, you know, Melissa Benoist and stuff, but... Um, also it just felt like it was such this, there was like this dichotomy that they just could not gel and it just felt yeah. unnecessary. And I was like, wow, they could have like matured this show a little bit and brought it to yeah. New York yeah. and it would have, and all the fans would have stayed with it in a way that it just felt like, why are we, why do we have to keep getting new characters at the high school? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, agree. um I, my nose is running from like almost having tears watching that performance. It was really good. <laughs> I think, you know, because like season four and season five take place partly in New York. And I think mm -hmm. that they realized like season four, the New York story is like, got like a little like stale. Like they didn't mm -hmm. have like any like additional set beyond the apartment. And then also like Niata, like they weren't like doing much else. And yeah. so like this introduction in season five of them working at like the Stardust Diner, essentially, mm -hmm. I think was so much fun. And I think this is like the best performance that they did in this location i think it's so good i think mm. you well, i just like i still like don't understand why it's not i'm like scared for this song now <laughs> i know i don't think you should be because i think we know where austin's heart no lies. but like i'm scared oh, for definitely. future rounds i mean i will go to my grave saying that the best performance in this diner is demi lovato naya rivera here comes the sun <laughs> and it continues through the diner into the real world. Uh, you wanna vote? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, we're not talking about that song now. Like I like, I will I'm unpack my emotions for that song when we get to that song, which might be yes. in this episode. Who knows? Um, okay, my votes for Smile, Lily Allen. Okay, Austin, and I vote for Laura. I mean, Gloria. I called it Laura because that's who originally sings it. Y'all are like, huh? I I'm like, oh no. You're like, he hasn't been listening. <laughs> okay, Gloria's going through. Hell yeah. Sorry, smile. What the fuck ever. So I pulled, I pulled the first song of the last competition, and I think we're all going to collectively shit our pants. Oh, oh my God. God. Okay. Oh. Great. She, she ain't real. She ain't gonna be able to love. 
before girls just want to have fun that was the episode before girls just want to have fun i sort of wow. wish it was girls just want to have fun against this, this. it would be fun just even for the drama no... at all. <laughs> yeah um i mean it's on so many people's lists at the top of the it i'm sure it's on that smile girl i'm sure the smile girls this is number one on her list <laughs> that smile girl that smile girl oh brother <laughs> Wait, what are you saying? I'm talking about the, the girl who hates smile. The girl on that YouTube. hates smile. Oh. I think that this would probably be at the top of her list. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's a, a Naira Vera factor because that gave me chills too. It's yeah, that, so, it's just so good. And the moment before it kicks in, when it's like a moment of darkness, when she's look and her and Mercedes kind of have that moment where they look at each other, and you you know, it's almost like what's about to happen. Yeah. Oh my god, mm-hmm. it's so good. And take a shot every episode when we say like this is the best song on Glee because we literally do it every <laughs> single episode. But I think like this is the best song on Glee. Um, <laughs> on Glee, it is going to go forward a bunch of rounds. I, I I'll do everything in my power to make that happen mm-hmm. for you, listeners. Uh, Except if it's against Rolling in the Deep and another another Adele Glee cover. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The thing that. I think is so hilarious about this performance is that earlier in this episode, Mercedes is like, you know, we have this mash-off competition coming up, and I think that we should do Adele. So it's like canon that Mercedes composed this entire arrangement. Right. It's show-stopping, literally never been done before and never will be again. <laughs> like, all of these things. Mercedes literally needs a Nobel Peace Prize for... <laughs> putting together this arrangement of the song. Um, and I don't think that like 
no one even like acknowledges it going forward. Like the episode ends right, right. after this conversation with <laughs> Santana and Finn. No one's like, y'all just killed it. <laughs> like, I feel like the next episode should have like started with like the other characters been like, let's unpack that. That was like really great, right? Um, <laughs> they never discuss it again. The Trouble Tunes, the Trouble Tunes, the <laughs> Trouble Tunes, the Trouble Tunes <laughs> lose <laughs> sectionals, which mm. I think is super cuckoo. Um, the fact that like they should have done like they did Survivor, I will survive mashup, but they like they didn't show the other performances. But like you know, you already put together this arrangement. Also do that, you know, it, it charted on iTunes. I don't know if you girls forget, um, <laughs> but like literally, like it's. Like too, like there's too many things to say about this performance. It's it's great. It's Andrew, amazing. I think you need to stop holding back on how much you like this song. <laughs> I think you need to you need to stop holding back. It's great. Really tell us how you really feel. It's fantastic. I remember, like maybe like three years ago, I tried to because like they have like Adele like acapella and instrumental available, and so like I tried to like arrange a version of Adele singing this mashup. Um, with like the pieces of like rumor has it mm-hmm. and someone like you acapella together. Um, surprise it did not work. Uh, <laughs> did not work. <laughs> it is kind of like I think the best mashups are like, um, wow, how could that ever work? But mm-hmm. also, oh, that makes sense. Because like sometimes it's like you take two songs that could never work and they don't work, but like um. the thread that it's both Adele. I mean, so many Adele songs on Glee because I'm thinking of Turning Tables by Gwyneth Paltrow suddenly. Yes. Right? <laughs> Lots um, of Adele. But yeah, definitely one of the best performances ever on Glee. Um, anyways, <laughs> love yeah, it. Yeah, I do like this song. It's great. I do like it. I know. It's like there's no controversy to talk about. We're just like, wow, it was unbelievably great. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Santana running down the hallway. The stomps are like right. sort of like uh, in, in, yeah. in tune with like the... Mm-hmm. It's just, they didn't go wrong. But again, Santana once. is fighting with someone. Like, I literally, like, what <laughs> happened today when you woke up? <laughs> I chose hate. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't like this version. No, I love Santana. I just wish she could Do just more. be lovey-dovey with Britney a little bit more and not be fighting. Literally, she wants more. to be lovey-dovey with Britney, but then Finn outed her. I don't know what you want. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Finn is a piece of shit. We know. Yeah. Literally, like, it's so stupid. Like, Finn, I just rewatched Pot of Gold randomly the other day. The the Damien McGinty episode of Glee, where he never speaks Not easy being that. green. It's not easy being green. I watched that the I other day. I hated that performance. And, like, Finn <laughs> does the same thing. Like, he sort of, like, falls victim to, like, the same sort of problem, like, time and time again, where he, like, says something in the moment where he's, like, he he calls Sue's baby a certain phrase that it's like, yeah. okay, you stepped in it. Don't you know, that. he out Santana. He calls Britney stupid in that episode. And then it's like, mm-hmm. okay, like you're just doing the same thing over and over again. Like we're getting tired of like forgiving. I don't know. I am. Yeah, right. Um, That's fair. Okay. Going my, into the- my beef is not with Santana herself. My beef is with the writers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we Can have we another mashup. Oh. Young teacher, the subject of schoolgirl fantasy. 
She wants him so badly, knows what she wants to be. With all the charms of a woman, you've kept the secret of your youth. Bookmark it, she's so close now. This girl is half his age. Don't stand. Don't stand so, don't stand so close to me Young girl, you're out of your mind Your love for me is way out of line Better run, girl, you're much too young, girl Temptation, frustration, so bad it makes him cry Beneath your perfume and makeup You're just a baby in disguise Get out of here before you have the time to change your mind Cause I'm afraid you'll go too far Don't stand Don't stand so Don't stand so close to Stand So Close to Me, mashed up with Young Girl, performed by Matthew Morrison. Gleek the Week, do you have any immediate of reactions? Course. Yes, okay. You think I don't? Okay. Um, one, <laughs> that was a song that was on maybe the first or second soundtrack, I don't know. And yes, never, it was. And, that, and it, I was introduced to Don't Stand So Close to Me because of this cover. And so I didn't know until this exact moment in my life that it was a mashup. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I was like, oh, it works perfect. I totally just <laughs> thought that was don't stand so close to me. Yeah. Um, and too hysterical to think that, you know, the way to make someone not have a crush on you is like sing a song. That's what I was tie. thinking. Yeah. <laughs> and like jump up on the piano, like, don't look at me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a song that's like not really discouraging it. Like yeah. the first lyrics are like, I'm tempted. Yeah. I am tempted by this young underage girl and but yeah. you know what I can't I feel like if he really wanted to like scare off Rachel like in a way like he wouldn't sing this song of course I feel like he would have sang like screamo or something where he would have been like really cuckoo crazy like off the wall like just like doing something absolutely just like okay let me just steer this girl away but like right. to do this I'm just like you're you're playing into it now and you're like I think he should have just been yeah. like Rachel, this is inappropriate. Don't do that. Yeah, maybe not sing a song about it. <laughs> yeah. But I think it was like in the episode, I think it was like Emma's idea to be like, well, mm-hmm. you sing about things in the Glee Club, but you sing about it. And then, of course, like, I think it's hilarious that Jamie Mays is there as well. And like, she's falling victim as well. Falling in love. And oh, yeah. Because when he sings that temptation line, he looks at her because mm-hmm, yeah. he's she's his temptation. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Okay. <laughs> this is funny. The, um, In the beginning of a quarantine when everyone was doing stories that was like who is who are you my boyfriend got um terry good <laughs> and i was like ah like screaming laughing and in the video he's like who is that <laughs> <laughs> the best character on glee terry schuster 
Um, <laughs> anything else to say about this song? It's it's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Classic Cole Schuster. Okay, I mean, voting is. I mean, mashup against mashup. I oh think my it's god. Rumor has it. Rumor has rumor it. Rumor has it. Rumor has it. Everybody is saying rumor has rumor it. Rumor has it. Someone like this song is going through. Uh, it is. Okay. <laughs> if you going through the songs this episode, I have <laughs> girls just want to have fun. Not going through. Gloria mm-hmm. going through and don't stand so close to me. Mashed up with a young girl, I'm staying behind. Through. I have Highway to Hell going through. Smile, Lily Allen not going through. And then rumor has it, someone like you mash up going through. Wow, this is a fun episode. Yeah. Oh my it, god, it, it, it's so fought. fun. Yeah. We fought. <laughs> we fought. And I'm gonna have to take a little bit of time. I think <laughs> we're gonna go on a hiatus, everyone. Um, <laughs> See you in seven months. We're gonna go on a little break. Uh, we're not getting along. We're gonna resolve our differences and be back. Off pod, off pod. I think, you know, but like, honestly, like if you were listening to a Glee podcast where both the hosts, like we're getting along constantly, like how fun would that be? Exactly. We have to disagree sometimes or else this podcast would be boring. Exactly. I disagree <laughs> um, with you about simply everything. Um, Simply everything. (laughs) I hate all of your choices. (laughs) Austin, something we ask every episode at the very end to our guests to wrap it up. If Glee was still on in 2021, what are they singing? What are they doing? What's the story there? Um, Well, I think almost all the songs would be pulled from TikTok because TikTok Mm -hmm. has this, you know, way of bringing songs back into people's minds. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Even this year at the VMAs, there was like a category that was like best throwback or best comeback. And it was old songs that were popular again. Like huh. um, the one on TikTok that's like Rasputin by Boney M, I think is what it's called. Yeah. So I think that they would be pulling a lot from TikTok. Um, and how many songs do I have to give? <laughs> Can I just say Any. that's my answer? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, of course. Um, and this is funny that you ask. I read your reviews today on iTunes where everyone was also giving their answers. Yes. <laughs> we love it. We love and, everybody's um, input. Of course, Olivia Rodrigo. I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, people love, and I feel like there is like this kind of glee fandom on TikTok where people are like, this is how Rachel Berry would sing this yes. oh Glee. that one girl she nails it i love I know. her yeah i know so yeah and i think they would have had a blast with like rain on me yeah you oh, know yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, rain on me okay i think this is the like, third time that someone's oh no no no, no i because i want your take <laughs> on it and okay we've gotten like kurt sadie's before we've gotten mm-hmm. it's a kurt mercedes duet we've gotten a britney santana duet are you willing to provide us with a different option or do you want to sign off on one of those um, I would say I was thinking Rachel and Santana, but I think it's just because of my gl- having watched Gloria. You know what I mean? I think that's good. I think that's what I would want as well. I think it would and be Kate Hudson. And I would want Hudson. them not to be fighting. Like literally, like what? Are you coming from like like peace cult today? Like I don't understand. <laughs> All I I just went to a Harry Styles concert where a lot of people were saying treat people with kindness. So you okay. know what? That's all I she want. She learned her from lesson. Okay, I can't I, wait um, until next week when you're out for blood. Yeah, and I think <laughs> Rain I'm on like, Me... treat people with anger and rage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jealous that you saw that concert. That sounds amazing. It was Harry Styles is the love of my life. He's the best human being to ever exist. He is amazing. Period. I agree. Period. They would definitely sing treat people with kindness. 
They oh would sing God. that. They would sing Falling. They would sing Sign of the Times. They would sing Watermelon Sugar. They would sing Adore You. They would sing just everything. I'm I embarrassingly sing, embarrassingly sing Watermelon Sugar out loud all the time. Good for as no you reason. There's like the TikTok thing where it's as like Watermelon, hi. <laughs> <laughs> watermelon Sugar, low. Yeah, that girl. Have you seen that one? No. She's like spot that. She's like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> Um, Austin, you have been such a fun Gleek of the Week. Where Aww. can our listeners find you online, your podcast, all those things? Okay, so controversially, not at all. I've, I'm taking a month off of Instagram and Twitter and TikTok right now. It what? ends October 6th, but they're all, of course, still up. But I've been totally removed from the internet, and I feel so, like... Okay, only to be deeply honest with you, woke up this morning to your email. I was like, oh my fucking, like, like, (laughs) was like, had totally, because I'm like, usually I'm like voting in all the polls and it's like in the front of my mind. (laughs) Um, And every time I choose the wrong one, because like against the majority, I'm always like, I'm an idiot. I guess I'm stupid. (laughs) Um, (laughs) My taste level, it's non-existent. Um, but, oh, all, everyone can find me <laughs> at Austin Blake Mays on everything. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. I'm not really on TikTok, but might as well. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's where I am. And awesome. thank you so much for having me. I mean this so sincerely that, like, I'm sad that I don't get to do this every week with you guys. This was so fun. <laughs> I had so much fun. I could watch Glee videos all day long. I, literally. I love it. I love it. <laughs> You guys have so Um, much fun. Thank you so much, Austin. To wrap up and close the episode, how we say goodbye is we say bye in the most annoying voice we can. Okay. So after one, (laughs) three, two, one. Bye. This has been Gleek the Week, hosted by Andrew McGuire and Allison Dodge. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. I'm at Allison Dodge. And you can follow me at McGuyGuy, M-C-G-U-Y underscore G-U-Y. And you can even follow the show's page at Gleek of the Week Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Our theme song is mixed by Joe Graves. And the cover art was done by Elias Williams. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you'd like to be a Gleek of the Week, email us at gleekoftheweekpod at gmail.com. We'd love to have you on. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 